language in this show may be too harsh for young listeners. In other words, we still struggling with our cussing. Podcast where music touches the mind and heals the soul. I am Sheldon Moss, along with the dude that is always secure about his opinion, Michael Nelson. What up? And the professor, Maurice Moss. Our homegirl is back with us once again. What's up, homegirl? Hey. Y'all know that voice. Was that a nice homegirl? That's that's Miss Crush Sweets. Hello. Tomorrow, God, what's up with you? Welcome back. So nice of you guys to have me back. I am awesome. It's been so long. Yeah. You know, it's been quite a while. Was that you asked, uh, when you coming back on the show again? Think that what you asked tomorrow, Mike? Yeah. She said, when you invite me. And that's probably she, what it went she, like. She went sister girl along. When you invite me. I was like, no. Well, I ain't going to invite you there. Let somebody else do it. And here I sit. And there you are. Well, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Tell a friend and rate us and review us and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Anyway, man, what's been up, Mar- Maurice? What you been listening to? Uh, what have I been listening to? Let me put, put up. Well, I don't have a list, but uh, The New Sir, I like that. Chasing Summer. Um, you familiar with Sir? You like Sir? I think I've heard a few songs. It sounds familiar, but I don't know yeah. anything. What he, kind of genre is that? He was he's on TDE, so he was oh, okay. he's with Kendrick, he's with uh, Schoolboy Q, he's with SZA. His yeah. first he's one of the California kind of R and B kind of cats, and his first album was really good. I like this one better. Uh, I recommend it to everybody. Sir, Chasing Summer. I mean, it's a really good vibe kind of album it's an improvement on his last one uh his last one was um to me it was more of what uh you know what the uh younger crew are doing where they do like these little very small little vignettes of songs so they're like the idea is like a minute long but you don't really feel like you got a full whatever to me this one is is a more complete uh ver- it's more like an album i really like it uh so that's chasing summer about you, Mike? Um, I'll mention one that I heard just a couple of days ago was uh, "Let Love," Kama's new album. Yeah, yeah. you you brought that up. The other I like day. it's dope. I like that. it. Is it's real? I mean, uh, grown man rap. Yeah, we watching. You know, we are watching hip hop grow up, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like really. I agree with that. I feel real good about yes. my heroes from twenty years ago, where they are today. Yeah. He had yeah. a song on there in particular where he does his uh, uh, I Used to Love Her. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which he vibe. almost does on every album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I like mm-hmm. where he always kind of reminds you that, hey, hip-hop has gone through all of these transitions. And I'm going with it. And I'm going with it. And so don't don't be, to me, I get the message I get is don't be a snob about it. You know, let the let the 21 Savages make it. Let yeah. Migos make yeah, it. And, yeah. you know, it's all part of what we're doing here. So yeah, so I needed that reminder on that. So I, I really like that. That's album. real dope, man. It's just, I, you know, he, he does a love love letter to his mother. Mm. Uh, and it was a good which, and to his uh, daughter too I think yeah right? yeah which made you know um, I ain't gonna say I was crying but you know it was a little emotional it was heartfelt it was dope it was very I, I liked very it emotional a lot. Yeah. and the fact that my mother likes common you know well maybe we need to read his book next that uh, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that might be need to be our next book to yeah. review you yeah, might be right about good, that man. yeah I like and, his story did you know uh, and also did you know um a couple of weeks ago, there were a few things that I meant to mention that we didn't. I didn't. I didn't necessarily bring up. Um, Nas X, little Nas X. Mm-hmm. You know, he got a time cover. Mm-hmm. I thought that was. He really kind of fits into our storyline for from, our, our next show. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. I was. Uh, that's what made me think about it then. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, no, he's a phenomenon. He's he's a he's a he, it's a thing. He's a real. He's a, it's a real. This is a real like touch point in music to me. I think people will probably it, be it, like it. Probably deserves one of those. Uh, it'll probably deserve one of those uh, 
two one five entertainment uh the a m c shows uh uh Hip hop songs that changed America. I mean, it's really. I mean, people are gonna be talking about that song. I mean, even even though nobody in this room probably has that record or has listened to it more than once. I don't know. I, I don't have, know if you missed the Old Town Couple Road. Times. Okay. Recently. So I mean, even though it didn't resonate with us, you still can kind of see the ripple effect of yeah. that. And there was just so much. There's so much going around, going on around that song, and the article that you recommended lays it out really, really well to yeah. me. So I was, um. Uh, Solange has a residency in Australia. Wow! Yeah, at the uh, nothing at about what she does surprises at me. At the at the <laughs> opera house too. It's right. not. Yeah, it's not something like you know, somebody found a club somewhere. She's it's going to be she's like a real creative man. Yeah, she's it's going to be like five days in January where she like like does this. I guess it's going to be kind of a Las Vegas kind of show thing. I mean, I so, attribute Beyonce, anytime Beyonce does something that's really, really unique. I think Solange has some kind of hand in it. I think so too. I think she, I think she really, really looks to her for a lot of. I think so next, too because that whole on. HBCU thing has Solange written all over all it to over me. It. All over it, yeah. So uh, you know, like not not as if like she said she was watching YouTube videos and she said, "Hey." B, look at this. But I'm sure it was, yeah. I'm sure Something it was like, like that. fleshing out of ideas on you see stuff. Yeah. On YouTube, yeah. So, but anyway, I thought that was pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, Solange being who she is, I thought I thought that was pretty interesting. But you know, those just things that uh, a couple of things that we didn't talk about over the last few weeks that I thought were, uh, you know, worthy to mention. Not worthy. Worthy to mention. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Samara? You know. It's been a minute. I know you've gone through a whole lot of music since uh, the last time we spoke. Uh, Dibbling, oh, excuse me, last time you've been on the show. Um, funny side note. So y'all know I do cookies. I recently did cookies that were like playing cards. And anytime, well, I'm that type of person who will pick up on one or two words and just run with the rest of the song, you know, just in the middle of a conversation, you say something. And I'm like, ah, you know, just kick the lyrics. Mm-hmm. So naturally, the whole time I was doing the playing cards, I was singing If You Play Your Cards Right by Alicia Myers, which is one of my favorite yeah, R&B songs. Mm. And she actually liked, I I tagged her. No, I didn't tag her. I put a hashtag on there, and she actually liked my post. I so like mm-hmm. when stuff like mm-hmm. that happens. When yeah, I felt special excited. that I yeah. be Man, Alicia Myers. Yeah, because we get excited when we get. Yeah. yeah. I add everybody. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. So, yeah, she liked the post. But in terms of music, um, I have recently checked out some of Raphael Sadiq's new music, which is excellent. Lots, lots of horns, lots of instruments, lots, lots of flavor. Has anyone heard a little bit of the background to it, or did y'all? Yeah, how about it being yeah. about his brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, we talked about that a we couple a, of weeks. We had a little debate we, about we had a long <laughs> conversation about, about that Sadiq album. and yeah. uh, his songwriting and everything. And what uh, do you think about his songwriting? I think his songwriting is. Wow, y'all looking at me like what did she say? <laughs> no, we we, we 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 all have, well, okay, okay, say what you gonna say. I, I think his song. I, I the first word is excellent. I mean, when you look at what he's written, he's written a lot of stuff that a lot of people don't realize. I think he is very. I think he's a lot more influential in music than people give him credit for, and he's one of the artists that has had a lot of staying power. You don't see a lot of artists mm. that were around in his time and can do everything that he does and does it well so and i think we probably agree with everything that you that you just said it's just that i don't think either one of us is like really really excited about him as a songwriter as a lyricist i think he writes so what i said okay, so i never yeah, said so, he was a bad songwriter so, i stayed quiet to that so but, uh, what, i don't think we what said it was said, bad yeah what i what i mentioned when we were talking about <laughs> jimmy lee is is that for me his music always saves his songs like i love him musically i just don't love him lyrically that his his lyrics bother me i don't know why but they do okay so but anyway that's <laughs> that, that's, 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 that's so right. since you brought sadiq up <laughs> yeah. we just decided we were gonna ask what you thought about it she liked I like him. him. Okay. Well, I like, okay. and okay. i i tend to 
also like people in their entirety as well. You know what I mean? And that makes yeah, a difference because he's written a lot of stuff that I don't think we really we talked we were kind of focusing on solo albums. I was just talking about him as a solo yeah. artist. Yeah. yeah. And I but just, he's, he's yeah. a he's a prolific producer. And the stuff he did for I think uh, he's dope. For uh um I don't know why I'm uh, blanking on Voodoo. Um, D'Angelo. Oh, D'Angelo. I mean, that was definitely Solange. Love all of his work. But the Solange, I mean, the Solange is a perfect example because Solange, he got, Solange got Cranes in the Sky. She got the beat from him. And she already had her song written. And so that's what, and I, the reason why I know this is because uh, on Song Exploder, they did Cranes in the Sky and they talked about, she talked about what parts she got from Sadiq mm -hmm. and how he, you know, she just went to him and Sadiq, you know, she asked him what he had. He just had something. Oh, I, this is something I hadn't been messing with for a while. He just pulled it out and gave it to her. And she kept it for a couple and of she, years. And she, and she held on to it. Mm -hmm. And then when she got, you know, and it was that, that whole, that, that mm -hmm. beat, that boot. And she, and, and he had all of that. And she just added, laid down her little vocal on top of it. So, yeah. So Sadiq is good for the music, for real. No, very well, you know. Hey, and I, I also have to give a shout out for um, or to BJ, uh, the kid from Chicago. Yeah, uh, love yeah. his music, and yeah, I've we talked been about going back. Yeah. 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 You brought excellent, that up. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, so oh, I it, was, it was Chance the rapper that you didn't. I didn't like yeah, it was yeah, BJ. Yeah. BJ. Some, yeah. of, some of his like. songs I like, and some of them I'm like thumbs down quickly, quickly. quickly. Oh, Chance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some I, of them I really like. I, you know. I don't know. I, I think I'm. I think I have a like a prejudice towards these twenty, thirty song albums, because this is kind of like <laughs> even the Chris Brown stuff, which I like. I'm like, man, it's hard for me to go back to it when you got forty songs. I'm like, what do? Yeah. <laughs> where do I start with this? I don't have this kind of time. <laughs> so bringing that up, uh, I can't remember who I was listening to the other day. Oh, I think I was listening to uh, Talib Kweli interview on. Jamel Hill's uh, podcast. Good podcast. And I don't know what they were talking about specifically, but it, I think what it has come down to, what we talk about all the time, how um, it's hard for us to consume all the music that's available. Yep. And the difference, I, and the difference between then and now, one, it's a lot easier to uh, record. It's a lot easier digitally to oh, record. Oh, technology makes it easy to and, do all and kinds to, of stuff. And to produce and push music out. Daily, hourly. So we talk about how albums matter and how we get these short albums and we don't know what to do with them. Mm. And then we get these long albums mm -hmm. and we don't know what, what to, to do, do with them. Exactly. And the problem and the, and the issue is is that we can consume so much more now than we ever were than we've ever had the yeah. ability to consume anymore. Yeah. And so now as an artist, you're like, uh, I can't, I'm, I'm not going to put out 14 songs when, you know, you're only really going to consume about half of it. You know what I mean? And then you're going to move, and on, then to you're gonna move on to something else. Because there's, so there's only so much to get around. Right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So... I mean, you only you have know, so much time and for we think all, about, everything that's out there. I think about how many times I listen to, like, it's been six or eight albums this year that I can name that I've gone back to where I've listened to it, where I've listened to oh, it yeah. in its I know exactly entirety. What you're about. Uh, listen to it in its entirety more than once, right? Where you used to just grab a CD and put it in the deck. And you might roll with it for, you know, a week or two and listen to it every time you were in the car. And it's just like it's just so much out there now. It's just hard to it's hard to go back. And then, you know, I think the uh, the, the book that we're going to discuss today, part of the reason why I was talking to Sheldon about it was because I missed I, 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 I miss trap music because I was an adult trying to work, whatever. And it just. There was only so much that I could let in as far as music. And, you know, when you only have a certain amount of time, you have to choose wisely. And, when you know, you, you're going to go to known people who have new stuff or your old stuff. And you're not going to really check. Well, for me, I didn't spend a whole lot of time checking out a lot of new stuff. So the Gucci Man era, I, you know, I know about him as a, a character. I know about him being in the news. I know about his 
his his his his jail time and I, I you know his wedding and all this stuff so i seen big big points in his life but you know i was like well this guy is, is something that we need to like dig into and see what's going on i think we just stepped on what you were talking about shelter my bad what's that i don't know what were you talking about? i hadn't said anything yet <laughs> i was just waiting on y'all to finish <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> we used to all that man <laughs> anyway <laughs> Uh, real quick before we get into Gucci Mane. Gucci. Did y'all, uh, have y'all watched the uh, hip hop songs that shook America yet? That yes. link I sent to you? What y'all think about it? But the show hasn't come on. The show hasn't premiered yet, right? No, yeah, but it yeah, it actually premieres actually, on October the 13th. Oh, but you can watch when oh, I you sent you that. You can watch the whole thing on the, on yeah, the you app. Can watch, actually, you can watch. Uh, on, on demand, I found it on actually, demand. Actually, you can watch. Uh, uh, the full episode yeah. of Kanye on YouTube. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, I watched yeah. the whole full episode of the okay. Jesus while Kanye. Was. You familiar with this, Samara? So, Questlove and Black Thought are producing. Oh, I heard it. Uh, uh, a series on the six hip hop songs that changed America, and the first one they're talking about is uh, Jesus Walks. So uh, it was good. Yeah, I want you to check it out, and then we're gonna have a discussion about yeah. it. Okay. You so, know, but it's really good. Yeah, it's gotta be good. We're gonna leave it's it really alone. Good, yeah, leave it alone until you see. Yeah, okay. Collect, okay. And yeah. then you know, then we can have a collective conversation yeah. about it because because it was a lot I didn't know about the song, but you know, we'll go there next okay. time. Yeah. But needless to say, man, who are we talking about today? We're talking about Mr. Gucci Man, right? Right. So. Yeah, the auto. I was uh, going around in the bookstore, and I was. Uh, Looking at different books, and I'm like, I saw I I saw his book a couple of times. I'm like, that might that might be interesting. And then uh, I text Sheldon. I was like, well, let's. Are you interested in looking at this book? Because I know you really yeah. into your biography. So yeah. I was like, okay, let's check it out. And I really didn't have any expectations of it. Uh, but uh, my overall feeling is I really liked this book. It was a really good book. I thought it told. Uh, I thought it told the story of his life mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I think that, not to jump ahead, but I think that for me, I I like the way the story was written, but I got tired of him going in and out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, I was reading the book and I was just kind of like, okay. you tell you right, he is being arrested for <laughs> something. He's going to do a little time in jail. Then he gets out. And the fact that the book can keep me going head. through all of that, okay, okay, okay. So that was a credit to the book. The fact Did that he ever can... get arrested for that tattoo on his face? Because that's what he should have been arrested for. <laughs> no, he well, wasn't he, arrested well, for well, that. Well, he talked about that in the book, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that was what made me want to That was what made me want to read the book. So I don't mm-hmm. know if anybody else. Samara, had you already uh, read it or, or no. listened to it? Okay, no, so and my, my take on him. It was a lot like yours. I didn't know his music. Um, I know y'all gonna laugh, but really, the one song that I really, really knew of his was a track that he was on a uh, speaker box with Big Boy on. There you go. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It was a nice song too. One of my favorites, Shine Blockers. Okay. Okay. The but Outcast yeah. fan speaks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, a lot of us in a certain generation, I think for us, Atlanta music kind of for me. With Outkast and the and the d- direct members of the Dungeon family, you know, you kind of like after that, you don't really kind of delve off into what was going on in Atlanta at the time, which was there was a whole scene yeah. with yeah. Gucci Man and because it may uh, have gotten up to Ti, yeah, for me, yeah, for me, it probably got to Ti, mm-hmm. and then maybe that collective that Jeezy came out of, mm-hmm. uh, and then that. Then after that, I don't think I knew too much, yeah, much of what yeah, was going yeah. on. Um, T.I. Uh, will tell you uh, flat the, foot yeah. that he created trap I'm the king music. of yeah. trap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, but to me, it's uh, I mean, I would like to hear more stories because to me, it seems like it was all interconnected. I didn't realize how connected it was. Huh? I didn't yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that him and Walker were that tight. Exactly. And I mean, Migos all of the connections and Zaytoven yeah. and, and yeah, all, all of the that. connections. I, I had was no idea. Like, mm-hmm. So I mean, all of this really, we are dealing with the the ripple effect of the Dungeon family and a lot of that crew. Uh, you know, the future is mixed in with this mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So I mean, it really kind of we are seeing that whole Atlanta family. We just didn't know that that 
we didn't know who was related to who. It's like you kind of meet right. somebody. And he's like, I didn't know y'all were cousins. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it was it was that kind of thing. Uh, was the book was the book an interesting read to you? Was it like a? Was it was it, okay. It, it okay. was like you said. It was a story. I really appreciated it, making him human uh-huh. and really showing uh-huh. his human side. I'm glad that he went into his family background and mm-hmm. his, that history mm-hmm. a lot because it just really helped you relate to, to who him he was. more yeah. Yeah. as a person and it really built up who he was and even his name you know yeah right. i was yeah, like yeah. oh it wasn't just because he likes to Go- wear gucci, gucci. yeah, yeah. What, was, what, what was the reason for his this dad name? was a hustler and that was his name that was his gucci. nickname gucci man oh. gucci so uh yeah yeah yeah, he he. Uh, the family life was really kind of interesting to me because you know they started out in rural Alabama, right? Uh, typical family stuff. Every, you know, fa- you know the mom is trying to make a better life for herself, right. and she. The, it seems like the relationship with the the father has its ups and downs, mm-hmm. and the father becomes uh, kind of tragic in the way that he. You know, because he sounds like what we know, what we all know in our lives. A lot of smart people yeah. in our family in the hood that just kind of went down the wrong path, and it yeah. just didn't, it didn't, it didn't pan out. So he yeah. just, you know, eventually, you know, started, you know, succumbing to vices and drinking himself to, you know, whatever. I don't know yeah. if he's still alive. It really, after the like the first half of the book, they didn't, they, they didn't, it they didn't really talk anything. about his connection with any of his parents. I mean, they talked about brother, the, now that I yeah, think about it. Yeah, they talked about the mom because the 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 lady she Waka Flocka's mom yeah. uh, went and got her in order mm-hmm. to find Gucci. Gucci. Yeah, right. In order to say, hey, you know, you need yeah. to came to the trap house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you need to come and 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 do, uh, you know, make this deal with me. Um, do you think he was telling? Do you think you know there are three sides to every story? <laughs> how how objective do you think he was in his storytelling as far as his relationship with the mother who was the manager, Waka Flocka, all of the the rap beefs? Do you think he was being truthful in how, in his assessment of what was going on? For the most part, yeah, because it sounds like he put himself out there. Yeah. Too. I mean, I I'm, I'm kind of a rose colored glasses type of girl and unfortunately make believe people a little more than I should. <laughs> and I but, think um, he, I think he was telling the truth. I mean he because, put I mean he was he was there. sober telling the truth. Yeah. I mean telling this story. So that's what I yeah. I'm, I believed in. It if there's any truth he left out, we can leave that out. Mm-hmm. We've learned a lot <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh I I recently after I I read the book, I was looking at the interviews of him and I was looking at him on the uh his interview on the Breakfast Club, one of his uh I think it was a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And it was uh and he they were asking him about, okay, do you still have a relationship with Waka? What is your relationship like with TI and all that stuff? And it seems like a lot of them are just kind of like they just fizzled out and they're not maintaining those relationships, which I think is kind of for whatever reason, because yeah. he really wouldn't give any details. That's why I think that I don't he know that we got all of the, the details, details of the why. story. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it may have been some of that zone six beef, whatever exactly. they had going on. Yeah. And it might have been Who some knows? stuff that might not be legal. So, so what, you just go go yeah. and push. So what's the beef? What was the beef? Well, a lot of them were not spelled out. Uh, so right. a lot of them were different. So the Waka Flocka beef was stemmed from the fact that I think part of it stemmed from the fact that Waka Flocka's mother was T- was Gucci Man's manager, manager at one mm-hmm. point in time, and then when she was n- when he one of his stints in jail, she took one of his songs and used it to promote another artist right. without really communicating that to right. Gucci, according to Gucci. Okay, and then that kind of made their relationship a little bit shaky. Right, and then seems like Waka might have did a song with somebody. And he was it was supposed to put him on or something. It was, yeah. it was something I can't remember. Yeah. What it was, was music related, and business yeah. related. Okay, but it was the like a, it was strength, a whole lot of unsettled like, stuff yeah. as far as they did, nobody just really had a conversation to say, look, let's let's squash this or whatever. Right, right, right. And even when they did have those face to face, like he had a, a conversation with Jeezy, yeah, about what was going, what was exactly. happening, but. Uh, he he and Jeezy had a beef, but uh, that seemed like kind of stemmed from the fact that uh, that I, beef was a lot of misunderstanding, a and lot miscommunication, of miscommunication, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of miscommunication. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. It's just kind of a lot of, uh, and it just you know you can see it happening with a lot of people and money and people trying to come up 
and people who have never really had access to that kind of money and or whatever. And then throw drugs into all of that. And then you put drugs in the mix and it's just... Got- <laughs> but my thing was, he never did drugs in the beginning until, you know, I like the backstory. So, female, he selling weed to her. He liked it. He said, she said, you smoke? Yeah. He ain't never smoked before. Mm-hmm. Bam. He started that day. I mean, that goes back to a conversation that, uh, you know, we've had here about you know the, the 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 separation in the music where uh, the generation that we're more familiar with was talking about making money off the weed, and then <laughs> this one is more talking about using the and yeah, that's kind of like consumers. one of those transitions. Hip hop right. went from selling crack to smoking it. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that's kind of that's kind of what happened. And he really yeah. got a uh, he got a serious drug habit. Oh yeah. But you know when you look back at the story too, it's in his DNA. Yeah. Look at yeah. his grandfather. Yeah, and yeah. then he goes to his father. Then it came to him. He just he took whole, it a step further. He had a whole generation of addiction. Sins of the father. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, it was a whole generation. And of that addiction. that day activated it. Yeah, in his yeah. system. Yeah. So, um, what, what, where are all the connections? Like, who begat who? And well, you remember, I mean, so one of the things about Gucci Man that I really like, that I really respect about him, is he to me he's a better businessman than right. he is a rapper. Exactly. Way better. Way better. <laughs> so, I agree. And he yes. was all about uh, wanting to be a businessman. He wanted to be from A&R the from jump. jump. Yeah, like he's all about let me create more artists. Let me let me start this. Let me do this. So there was never there was never a time where it was just like about Gucci man only being an artist. He was always trying to develop other artists. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. So yeah, he had this whole, mm-hmm. so as a result, Waka Flocka, uh, the Migos at one point in time were signed to his label. Right. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Uh, and then they went on went, when he of, went to prison, one of that his stints in prison. Thing. Yeah. Right. They were like, okay, you know, <laughs> we trying to make our money out here. Right. And, uh, you know, we can't really do it if the CEO of the company is in jail. So, mm-hmm. so they, you know, they, um, they had a connection. He had a connection with Future that really didn't, it was kind of a passing thing because of Zaytoven. Right. So, um, uh, uh, young Jeezy and him, they, they shared producers. So they had their little relationship. There were other rappers that I don't know anything about these rappers, but I'm familiar with the names. Right. Because right. I, I heard, I've heard the rappers, but whenever the music started playing, that's when I, you know, okay, let me watch something else. But you, <laughs> but you hear the, you heard, you hear the names and you hear the stories and he had a hand in starting a lot of careers. Right. Okay. He had a hand in starting a lot of careers and he was about, to me, he was, he was about, uh, observing, people's strategies and then going out okay let me do that so like when somebody pulled him to the side and said let's let's do this movie then he was like watching it and then he said okay let me do a movie mm-hmm. and that's what i like about a lot of these rappers i mean they are consummate entrepreneurs especially in the last i would say i would say since maybe soldier boy yeah from like that from like that period forward they are much better business people than they are rappers. rappers or musicians. I mean, because you're telling me, you're sitting here telling me about Gucci Mane. He uh, he only had, you know, his 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 focus was really about developing artists. But dude got 15 albums. Well, I mean, and so, he was constantly he lived at the studio. Right? Yeah. I mean, literally, one of the times that he got out of jail. He made the address for his home, his studio. Yeah. Okay. So he was recording all the time. So in addition to the studio albums, he always had a mixtape to come out. He he was he was ready. He I was mean, constantly he was, on the hustle. He was constantly on the hustle. So yeah, I said I, I read some of his history. He had seventy mixtapes. Yeah, he was a mixtape king. And was and I'm I, and I'm like you. How in the hell did I miss all of that? But Cause, see, cause we didn't have that's our, not what we were listening yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I Apparently, mean, the whole concept because, of mixtapes wasn't yeah. really. But I, you know, I I have some cursory view of, or you know, relationship with mixtapes. So I have a lot of them, or I have knowledge of a lot of them. But I'm just trying to figure out how I miss. If he has this many, but and mixed, I understand, I understand that. I understand, but this was still the internet era. This was still. When you when this is how you found out about mixtapes, and yeah. I'm just like I'm 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 just confused how I missed it all. You weren't looking for it. 
I, but I I'm always it. you want look at I think you consider. I but think I you're considering the current internet situation. Like the internet existed, but there was no Instagram. There was there wasn't the level of media sharing not, that there is. Not right not now. even yeah. But I found too many artists before all of that that I that I have like real knowledge of. Like even Jeezy, I knew Jeezy from Boys in the Hood. He I was knew major, that he had a, he did major label, but right? I knew him before he signed the Bad Boy. Before Bad Boy South signed Boys in the Hood, I knew who Jeezy was. Mm. So there are just certain Gucci to me seems like an enigma because he is like really large. Yeah, in he, in the people who follow him, right. he's, he's just large. <laughs> you look, you just missed and him, and I just missed him. I yeah. was just confused. I mean, he, had, I mean, he sold well on his on his labels. I, I think I knew who he was. It just was I didn't care about the because, music, right? And, but I, I just knew I, Gucci Man from going to jail. I just knew, I, <laughs> yeah, I knew, I knew his picture because of that, you know, the tattoo on his face, right? And then like, um, I didn't know anything else about him until this this woman became. The, the the IG superstar that she became his wife, but she was that she before became, they were already they already had a relationship prior to all of this. Okay, I, I I'm with you. You know she was with him prior but to him until going to she became the IG superstar, <laughs> and they had them the show. Mm-hmm. They had the show on BT or whatever it was. Uh-huh. They getting married. I was like, they just plucked him out of you know nah. like thin air, and apparently they nah. did not. He is nah, he, no. He had a huge following. He had a nah, huge, huge following. following. He had a yeah. huge following, and his relationship with her was interesting too. Let it tomorrow expand on that for us, because you know we talked about that. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's hear. It. Well, I actually want to back up just a bit because one of the things that stuck out to me was his relationship with Deb, Waka Flocka's mom, and she was actually one of the first people it seems like to pull him to the side and mm-hmm. really show him some business. And I don't know a lot about Deb, but I learned about her from um, Love and Hip Hop. I think it was Love and Hip Hop when I was watching it back in the day when she mm-hmm. was on there. But Deb is a heavy hitter, not to be played with. Really? When it come, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, when that came up true. in the book, it, it made a lot of sense to me how he became so savvy if Deb took him under her wing. But the interesting thing was she actually started out, if I'm not mistaken, with social services. That's what, yeah. So mm-hmm. it speaks a lot, once again, to kind of a path that's created that you don't even see coming because oh, yeah. she wasn't looking to be in the hip hop world. I think Walker she was probably a, she kinda, was a hustler in her own right. right. Yeah. She saw an opportunity, stumbled mm-hmm. into it. She's mm-hmm. street smart, business mm-hmm. savvy, and now her net worth is ten million coming from social services. That's She's amazing. managed. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the amazing part about a lot of p- these people in these stories. They hustle on a level where they don't, they don't, they failure is not an option. They yeah. just keep going. Yeah. And I don't, I didn't know anything about her before or after this book. I didn't know because I don't watch the the love and hip hop stuff, so I don't know about her on that either. But I assumed that her story ended with him. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah, she's managed Nicki Minaj. Oh yeah, I did say that in the book. Um, French Montana, Man, Frenchman, see, I, I don't even know how to say French Montana, names, yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. But yeah, she is She's a, a heavy hitter okay. in the world. Okay. Yeah. But she, uh, he, did, he, he was uh, upset with her at one point because he felt like she wasn't running his business on the level that Coach K was running it on. And yeah. now Coach K is somebody that I've been looking at for a while because really? he's the, he's the, uh, the one of the co owners of quality control and just to kind of look yeah. it's always curious when i see him because i mean this man looks like me but he has this this whole roster of audio of, right. of artists that i think the oldest one is probably like 25 <laughs> and so he's got like the city girls and cardi b and migos and yeah. all this thing and i'm like okay so is he he got his ear to the street listening to this and knows that this is what's hot out there or what's his thing kind of remind you that dude from uh, nwa's old manager Oh, oh, I never. What's the old man? What's his name? What's that Jerry Keller. J- J- he, yeah. uh, Jerry Keller. But he's still in. Old, the, I mean, he's the out street. there. I mean, you know, he's. You know, when you see him, he mm-hmm. he will talk hip hop. And gotcha. I looked at interviews with him, and he's very you know knowledgeable about what's going on and whatever. Mm-hmm. So Deb got kind of kicked to the side when Gucci considered him to be more yeah. of a 
of a of a player and understanding about the music business than he was. It had connections. Yeah. 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 More connections. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. that whole Coach K Coach K is some someone that I, I would like for him to write a book because he's been out there for a long time too. I didn't realize because I was like, well, how did this whole QC Entertainment thing come up with, with Cardi B and Migos and all this stuff? It just seemed like they came out of nowhere. But they, when when they kept referencing him in this book, I was like, okay, well, okay, he's been around for a minute. Overnight success, uh, uh, overnight success takes years. It really does, yeah. man. Because you like you see these people and they blow up on the major uh, major level, and you're like, okay, they got a whole story that I never even never even knew about. So, uh, you know, you asked me uh, while we were talking one day, you said, do you actually, what you say, uh, how is Gucci Mane influencing the culture? Yeah. Expand on it. Well, when I say the culture, I'm kind of giving a little side eye to the culture because I think a lot of the culture is not serving us very well. But when I see people like Gucci transform mentally, physically, yeah. clearly, spiritually. Mm-hmm. It it gives me hope that there's a lot more a lot more substance in the culture. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering what your take on that is can positive change in embracing mental health and physical health. Do you see that as having the same impact as sex, drugs, and rock and roll, for lack of a better mm-hmm. way to put it. That was an interesting question simply because I was listening, <laughs> preparing for this. I've been listening to Gucci Mane, and he has a song where he actually says uh, something about you rappers are more style than substance. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was being punked. I was listening to it. I was like, wait, what? Because, you know, m- my relationship with Gucci Mane is how he looks. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, when you hear that, you kind of go, yeah. Prior to or uh, currently? Uh, prior to. Okay. Um, but I kind of still have that. I still I still kind of have that uh, uh, view of him. But I, I'm, I'm hearing what Samara says, and I agree with her. Well, I, I would say that he did have a, he did have an, his story had an effect, had a more of an inspirational oh, yeah. effect than, uh, his music did. Yeah. And one of the things in the book that I was just kind of like, it kind of held, uh, held up the story was his whole page listing of the lyrics in his songs because mm-hmm. they didn't move me like that. At all. They didn't exactly. move me like his story like, was moving. That's when I kind of started to fall asleep. Yeah. And I, went, I was like, oh, speak this up because I'm, I'm not feeling it. And it goes back to what Mike just said. You know, you know you're know, looking at him and you, and, and even when I went back to the music, I still was not like, oh, okay, now I can get into this, with the exception of the producing side of it, where the producers were explaining how they came up with stuff. Mm-hmm. That was interesting to me. Right, yeah. right. Like, I went back to that song Lemonade after yeah. mm-hmm, the guy mm-hmm, talked mm-hmm. about, I was like, okay, well, let me hear what they finally came mm-hmm. up with. And it was, like, really cool to hear that story, and then, yeah. uh, okay, this is what they came up with. But the inspiration is his story. Definitely. More so than his lyrical content, because he's... Uh, <laughs> I just still don't. It, they didn't. They didn't. I don't. I don't have to. Have, I didn't go out and like. I gotta have trap music now. I gotta be. You know, listening to everything trap. I still no, don't. That that was kind of painful for me to be honest. Yeah, and he 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 quoted a lot of his lyrics, and he was yes. proud of his lyrics. Very. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just kind of going, oh okay. He quoted a lot of lyrics in the book. Is what you mm-hmm. his own songs. Yeah. songs. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, okay, well, what this mean? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, I and, and like I don't want to, you know. and I don't want to diminish the fact that I really, really like this book. Yeah, I really like the book. I really like the story. I really like the way he told the story, but his rhymes are like nursery rhymes. But did, <laughs> so even, even, even in their, even in their, uh, even the delivery was nursery. <laughs> and you know, people say that he's like a phenomenal rapper, and I'm like, okay, he's, he's I like. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, go ahead. <laughs> no, so no. My only question is, is that even if uh, the style is elementary, was there a was there like something substantive to it? I mean, he's talking about 
trap life. Yeah. He's talking about cooking us slanging packets <laughs> yeah. in a trap house. It's something we can't house. relate to. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and don't want to relate to. Yeah. I mean, he's I mean, he's talking about, you know, okay. the women, the trap house. I the mean, life. The lifestyle and of... And like you said, cooking up stuff. To me, it was very typical, very trite. Okay. Exactly. That's new. a good way to put it. Okay. That's, a, that's a really good way I to put it. I was like, you know, I pulled up, I think I listened to maybe 10 songs and I didn't I didn't see any like growth in those ten songs, so I but was I mean, just like, eh. and I mean, and it's just kind of like that's our expectation of, from music. I don't think that everybody has that same expectation. And I mean, he's he's for the he's he's about humor. He's about partying. He's about having a good time. But the thing and is, making money and, and making that money. Makes exactly. money. But so. look how many people want Gucci Mane on their record when you lift, when we read the book. Everybody wanted Gucci Mane on their book. Yeah. He even got Bruno Mars on his on he was record working right with, now. He, was he working with Madonna? Am I mixing stuff up? A Mariah Carey. Sure. There you yeah. go. They yes, were not and she they, actually she, put him on yes. to something else. It was a movie. Yeah, yeah. But she, they dropped him because it was during the one at a time when oh, did he do that movie? He did. He did, that movie. He did do the movie. But he went to jail, jail. shortly right. afterwards. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It all it just tripped me out of the book when she just magically appeared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna jump topics because I'm curious about this one thing. What do you think about just like the one time reference to the kid? Oh, you can well, tell there was did. a lot of backstory. Yeah. Like I forgot about that. You but you know they did. But you know he that. did say that they wanted when you kind of read some other stuff. They want to keep the kids thing right. Private I was about because to say. she has a child already too. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, prior relationship. They have a kid. No, no, they don't. He, she she has a child. I think a child or two. I think one or two children. But his but, kid is the his kid is referenced. I remember on page one sixty three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like this the, the first time he said it. And last time. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And last time, and it was years later that he found out about the child, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's what he said. Well, now well, that's and that's what, as a woman in the room, I'm gonna say that's what he said. <laughs> yeah. well, and I was looking for, you know, and well, I was at, did if they, he if he just met the child, then maybe he didn't he he didn't have con- nothing else to say. But until the context, page the context of when he referenced the child was when he was on a plane ride where the plane felt like it was going to go down. Yeah. So he felt like the last thing he was thinking about was his child. Okay, well, where's the backstory <laughs> where y'all had the, all of these experiences yeah. where now this child is on your mind now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's, I, I, I see that as being very reasonable for any more information to be left out, you know. <laughs> Given it's a child, then they don't, don't nobody want to... And if, if I was... The mother. Okay, I see what you're saying. I, I would have said, you know, you can say Don't, one thing yeah. and one thing only. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, so, yeah, I hear you on that. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Keep that. You but I, I mean, I was it. like, okay, well, if you're gonna, if if that's where, you, if that's the direction that you're gonna go, why even mention it? True. Why even? But why then, even as the mama, I would have been like, <laughs> "You got kids. Out <laughs> you here ain't even saying. About- <laughs> <laughs> you can't win. You can't win. I mean, you know." <laughs> Sisters and sisters. <laughs> what did what what did you? One of the things that surprised me about him, and this is when he first got out. I knew of him, just barely knew of his music. I think I knew who he, who he was in jail. And one of my hair clients at the time was like, "Girl, here go a picture of Gucci. Gucci just got out." And I looked at that picture on the phone and was floored. I said, "That is not the same person wow, that mean- went in." And the the thing that amazes me about his story is the physical transformation he did he is a whole new person and the something that clicked in his head when he said you know what i'm gonna hit these stairs i'm about to do something about my weight physically right now so what what was your my whole thing you know what i thought about when i when he started going through that transformation he he referenced he never said i'm referencing a higher power or that uh i'm you know now i'm finding my whatever it seemed like he just like has this this force like it this just said true, let's go like this like this this grind that he yeah. has within himself to say hey i'm gonna suffer through withdrawal i'm gonna i'm gonna lose this weight i'm gonna do whatever what it's like he's like what you hear from most ceos in a different kind of vernacular he's like if you can envision it it can happen yeah definitely and that's why I like this is almost like a business book. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like business. Yeah. It's almost like this is the kind of grind that you need to have for yourself if you're gonna keep because all of the setbacks he kept going. Yeah. Setback. Go go for it. Setback. I mean, 
to me, he had ample, he had a couple of times to just say quit. I'm hanging oh, this yes. up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you know, you keep going to jail and you keep getting out. Of course, at some point sooner than he did, he should have figured out about all of this going back and forth to jail and being in the system. Yeah. yeah. And just 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 think about somebody who didn't have the finan- who would, didn't have the financial resources exactly. that he had. Yeah. He it's, wouldn't have got out. It, he he would still be in there he had still, he not yeah. had the money, hands yeah. down. But jail was the best place for him at the time to get himself together. Because, you know, remember yeah. like he walking down at the when he went to jail the last time. Yeah, he was gone. Walking down the street. So, looking for some folks. So he was. <laughs> so this whole thing about lean that we know about in passing. I got a whole education on lean. About what it actually oh, you is. Sip, sip, you know on syrup. I mean, I, hope sip, I, I know sip, about sip, sipping on syrup, sip, and I know about syrup. that's what people put it in the cup. Oh, well, but you know I about the codeine and yeah, I didn't know what this is. Promethazine and all yeah. of this, all of this other stuff, and the effects of it, and how he had to sit on the toilet for <laughs> for days because he had been constipated <laughs> by all of these opioids. What he said, it's something wrong with me. Then he thought about the lean. I mean, he I'm literally right. when he when he went through withdrawal, he went from two sixty five to two forty, mm-hmm. just because he was no longer constipated, and, right. and mm-hmm. he was like, "I'm like this whole lean thing." But to me, it kind of goes into this conversation that uh, Future and all of these other artists they continue to use those drugs until I think Future's last album. He's just talking about, mm-hmm. "Hey, you know, kids don't do drugs." But even as recently as you know. The late the teens, percocet, pe- yeah, percocet. people have been like pills, whatever, mm-hmm. and and Gucci, you know, back in what twenty thirteen was like, hey y'all, y'all need to get off of this, this lean stuff. This there, this is a real addiction. Mm-hmm. It, my life is in shambles because of it. You know what? You know this is not a good route for you to take. I mean, but if you just look at the uh, southern rappers, they had been doing it. Yeah. PMC. I don't know why. Every, uh, but see, this is what I don't understand. I don't understand why it didn't get uh, a bad rap. As as I don't understand why people continue to do it. And they made a song I, behind because it. they made it cool. They made made a song behind. But it. I mean, people were like, it's like I guess I don't know. I guess it's like make it, why would this is like I don't hear songs about being a crackhead. But you hear songs. <laughs> you hear songs about smoking weed. And but people don't die of that. But you know and what? People don't get but, addicted on. But my point is, is that uh, my my point is, is that uh, people have uh, uh, purple haze. They they pick the drugs they gonna <laughs> they gonna have songs about, about you know crack, crack is not cool. Crack is whack. Okay. When, Whitney, when Whitney said that. <laughs> <laughs> but then you know you got songs they in love with the cocoa, so on and so forth. I'm just saying it's really interesting the whole uh, drugs having a hold on you the way that they did have it hold on him, but him still having his own individual drive to overcome stuff. Yeah. It's like the 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 way that that energy gets focused. Like it didn't get focused on okay, I need to get clean. It got focused on I need to be about this money. Yeah, and it got focused about being clean and being healthy at the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know he had all of this me- mental. He had this change in his mental whatever. And mm-hmm. but to me, I don't know that he went into a whole lot of details about uh, mental whatever. I mean, we know that there was a change. Yeah, but did he, he talk didn't. about it. I, I would love to hear more yeah. from him about that. Yeah, we don't we don't get that. Like to me, mental health rollouts are kind of cool for people to say, oh, I had this and I had that. But I don't think it, it had quite reached its whatever in this time. So mm-hmm. he didn't talk about, you know, being, you know, having this whole catharsis. I'm now feeling this way about whatever. It happened in the past and my father. Oh, he my just talked about his drive. drive yeah. Yep. yeah. He just overcame it. Do you think younger people hearing him talk will see him as kind of being the old man preaching or do you think he's still young enough to be able to have that's that a, influence that's an excellent question you know i think <laughs> really i think it question. depends on where uh, and i and i think this is true for a lot of people it depends on who's receiving the message at what point in their lives true. because uh, you Timing know is everything. yeah because um in the neighborhoods, in those you know poor working class neighborhoods, or you know what we call hoods, you know there's a predilection to um, 
doing what's easy, whatever's the easiest route to getting rich. So when you, you know, you don't find anything wrong with trapping. You don't find anything wrong with sipping on lean. You don't really find, because you know people and you, you, you relate to people yeah. in your neighborhoods like that. And you're like, a good person. They might sell a little drug, but they're good people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it becomes easier to do the easy thing than to try to do the right thing because the world doesn't reward the right thing. <laughs> well, they don't reward you when you stay the course. Yeah, and try you know, to, <laughs> you know, do the right thing. I'll, yeah, rarely you meet a six-figure teacher. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, so, and and then I got to go to high school and college to become that. Mm-hmm. And I, you know. You know, I can. I, I can. hope this does inspire people who read it. I mean, your your question was an excellent question. I I can only hope. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that would what that would look like if that happened. But uh, I can only hope that somebody would say, "Hey, you know, I want to rap. I'm gonna read about Gucci because I like Future or I like Migos, and I want to see you know kind of the backstory of what's going on with these guys and." You know, oh, let me see his story. And I was like, oh, okay. He was in and out of jail. He didn't like that. Maybe I need to kind of like do something a little different so I don't, you know, roll into that whole little uh, uh, arena where you get into the system and you can't get out of it. And yeah. that was the saddest part of this book. Everybody was in the system. Everybody. Yeah. That's by all design, of them. but that's all, 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 of the, all those yeah. rappers, all those trap artists, they were in the system. Everybody yeah. was on probation. Yep. Everybody had contract issues where yep. you know they, you know, they couldn't do the release because they was in in correctional facility. I mean, it was just kind of like, wow. or they get off but, the stage, they you, going straight to jail. You know, and all the, that. and, and yeah. kind of back to your point about um, kids see that. And they go, oh, that's just part of how it works, right? So right. it's okay but, but, but for me. But I, it's I, all right like, for me to go to jail. But you it's know, reading the book, to, yeah. I think they'll get another perspective about Jake. But that's interesting that he makes yeah, that point, you know. though. It did kind of normalize it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? I did. I did feel that also. Reading yeah. The book. Yeah. yeah. I, I just never. I just thought about that recently. That it's just kind of like, oh, okay. Well, you can kind of roll in and out. You'll be all right. Just yeah. do your little bid, and you'll be okay. Yeah. I mean, somebody might walk away with that perspective of what's going on. I, th- I so. think a lot of people walk away with it, and I, I think that's part of that culture. I, I think that's yeah. part of that trap culture. It's that whole, um, you know, Do your doing a bid mm-hmm. is just part of the game. Yeah. And I, I'll get somewhere in life. I just have to do this little, I got to cool my heels for a couple of years. They're, they're very comfortable with unnecessary mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the only person that the person that stood out as not being a part of it was Zaytoven, because he had this, you know, he had he had a family. Yeah. Uh, where if I'm remembering correctly, the parents were middle class right. and they built a studio for him. Yep. Yeah. And they the ba- built a studio yeah. for him in the basement. basement. Mm-hmm. So they supported his craft and they, you know, let him kind of do what his thing was. And as a result. He had this real sturdy foundation, and he didn't hang around yeah. the they studios res- they when they were shooting him. and stuff. Yeah. But they respected him enough for that too. That he knew I couldn't bring this person around. You know, yeah. you talked about it that in the book. Yeah. About oh, okay, so they told him don't get down like that. So mm-hmm. you know, hey, you got to go. But he stood out because of that. Yeah. I mean, he was one of the, he was one of the only people who you know didn't roll with them yeah. like that. So it was, I think it was interesting. I was wondering, like, okay. When people were going to Zaytoven's studio at like one o'clock in the morning to record, what was his parents doing? Or did they see a lot of that that was going they on? They just knew the deal. Yeah. That would be my <laughs> assumption. I mean, it's just kind of like, I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking that they were probably in a neighborhood much like the one that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get somebody to roll up in like a, a big yellow Hummer. <laughs> with, their, yeah. with their music yeah, loud. and then you know you know they got cups and they got they might have weapons and they even talked about a fight almost breaking out over at Zaytoven's one night and yeah. then it's you know Zaytoven was just kind of like oh time to go oh, yeah you know so they everybody had to, they had to leave and they had to go that was the first guy who hooked him up with mixtapes tapes. remember yeah. that yeah. yeah yeah so uh that was the interesting part that Zaytoven remained that that steady and Zaytoven mm-hmm. in has recently done an album with Lecrae, right? Where he, you know, so his family had this whole spiritual thing that mm-hmm. stayed with him. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you can. That's a, uh, I don't know. I guess that's a, a 
some 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 evidence that Zaytoven was about this a music. stable family will keep you. Zaytoven keep was you about on the, the music and, and the money. That was it. Yeah, the music and yeah. the money. Yeah. So what you uh, how would y'all rate this book out of one through five? I gave it four and a half. Okay. I, the half deduction would be for all those lyrics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'd give it a four. I I, I can't put it better than Samara said it. I, I would give it a four and a half if they didn't have all that lyric stuff in yeah. it. I, I might have been like, oh, this is an excellent book. I did wonder at a certain point about how much the writing didn't always sound like Gucci's voice. You don't think so? It didn't always sound like it was him talking. It sounded like it well, was. Well, he, he had some help. Come yeah, on. but it sounded a little too much like the ghostwriter in some spots. Well, he said the boy graduated from high school with a three R. Actually, he was a very good student. I'm not student. talking about it didn't sound, that it sounded, whether or not it sounded intelligent or dumb. It, just, it, just, it didn't sound like it was his voice. I got you. It okay. didn't sound like it was something that he would say. Oh, okay. I it just, you. it didn't, I, you know, he, he comes across as a very intelligent person. It just didn't sound yeah. like, like, just that's not something that you would hear him say it just sounded uncharacteristic in spots to me but i mean that mm. was just me maybe is that because he didn't he didn't write gucci after every three sentences gucci gucci yeah i don't know <laughs> gucci <laughs> yeah i don't know but I, I it's definitely i would definitely give it to somebody to read i think i would probably give it to my god brother because he's a uh, he's an up-and-coming rapper and let him read this i'd be curious to see what the takeaways from from somebody that's like a SoundCloud rapper or somebody that's like in their twenties and thirties, yeah. what their what right. their takeaway on this story is. When yeah. he reads it, we should have him on to talk we about should. it. We should. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna send it to our uh, little cousin in California. He's this young creative. He's uh, trying to do his rap thing, and he's uh, got into film. The one that went, the young one that went to the uh, Bill Duke Film School this okay. summer. Okay. So I'm going to send it to him because yeah. I think. Uh, I mean, I wish they would get their lyrics together, these youngsters. <laughs> but you know, hey, that's just me. That's not for you, man. Something it's of just substance. Not for you. It's just not for you. You know, but oh, I'm gonna ask y'all this then before we get out of here. Uh, do you think his lyrics will ever grow up in his music? When we talk about folks like Common and uh, uh, what was the other guy we it's was not his audience, about? man. Unless his he, audience you think grows he, up, he won't grow. Do you up. think their audience will ever grow up? I don't see him doing a lot of music anymore. I just I I could see him really venturing off and doing something other than music and being successful at it. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm with Samara on that one. I think that and I uh, I, I co-signed that completely. And and I I think that a lot of these guys and I saw an interview with uh, Young Jeezy recently where he said that on Drink Champs, rapping is just a talent. The business is their passion. Yeah, these mm-hmm. guys like. They like strategizing on ways to make money, and they yeah. do it well. Yeah. And they just don't do it within the confines of corporate America. They right. just do it the way they do it. Right. Which, which is a whole interesting topic. On it really a is. whole different interesting topic. My my wife and I always argue about the movie American Gangster. Like she doesn't she because she only sees it from the gangster part. You know the Frank Lucas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she I was doesn't like, see him as a consummate like, businessman. You can't man. see how yeah. much of a genius he was, yeah. genius. and and the point that he couldn't get into, and the point is, is that look at Motown, look at look at uh, Puffy, look at look at Jay Z, all of these people did. They're doing millions, and what they did was they found a way in the corporate door. Mm-hmm doing something else that nobody else would have allowed them to do. If they had gone to college, they would be six-figure salary people like other people. Mm-hmm. And that would have made them le- you know, successful or whatever because they apparently had the drive to do that. But they they, they see it a different way. Mm-hmm. You got to, you capping my ceiling at six figures. Exactly. When I know I can get to right. eight. That's the six figures is just my jumping off point. Yeah. yeah. Like that's how much my cars cost. That's yeah. my walking around money. Yeah. I know I can get to eight. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna do it this way. Yeah. And so I think that's you know, I think when you see rappers who make or I rap criminal minds who make a whole bunch of money like that, you know, Jesus started out as a drug dealer too. But they have a passion for business. They have a passion for it. And nobody was going to let them in the door. That's the business that they were allowed to conduct. Right. <laughs> nobody <laughs> let them in the door. Right. So that's the nobody way was going to let them in the door. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, 
Well, there you have it, Samara. We thank you for hanging out with us Appreciate again. You. We look forward My to having pleasure. you on again. Thank you, thank you. You know, you need to leave our listeners your information about those crushed sweets and those cookies. Yes, it is holiday times. Uh, they are approaching quickly. And if you would love some beautiful custom couture sugar cookies, couture. you can follow us on Instagram under Crush Sweets. And you can also visit our website at www.crushsweets.com for a beautiful picture gallery and to also place your order. Well, there you have it. As always, we want to thank you for listening to Psycho Music Lyricology. Be sure to hit the subscribe button, rate us, review us, and listen to us, and tell a friend to hit us up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Luminary, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at PsychoFellas and, of course, on Facebook at Psycho Music Lyricology. We can be contacted at PsychoMusicLyricology at gmail.com or give us a phone call, leave us a message, 469-606-9534. Until the next time, peace. Yo, he made it all the way through there. He made it all the way through. That was nice.